0: Come on, if you're excited and thankful to be in the house of the Lord on a Tuesday night. Come on, let's just give him a lot of praise for just a moment. Come on, why don't we just pause and have a 60-second praise break. Come on, some of you need to remind yourself that you're in the house of victory. You're in the house of the miraculous. You're in the house of the supernatural. Some of you need to remind yourself it may be the middle of the week. But God's still on the throne. He's still mighty. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know if everybody had a childhood like mine. But if your childhood did not involve a blow-up clown named Mr. Bozo, then you may need to be re-raised. Did anybody else have a childhood like mine where you... You got to come into the room, and there was Mr. Bozo, the, the blow-up plastic clown, and you could just knock the snot out of Mr. Bozo. Am I, I don't think I'm the only one. Did anybody else have a Mr. Bozo that they would... Man, you could give him a left hook, and he'd go down. You could give him a right hook, and he'd go down you could start at one end of the room and you could take off and you could body slam Mr. Bozo and he'd go down. But there was something about Mr. Bozo. He'd always come back up one more time than he went down. Sometimes you just got to show up to church on a Tuesday night and say, I'm back again, devil. I may be a little bloody, but I'm back again. You may have gave me a gut punch, but I'm back again. I may have, am I preaching any humans tonight? I may have got some news this week that I didn't really want to get, but I, but I am back. I may be a little bruised. I may be a little confused. I may be a little weary. Somebody just needs to shout right now, I'm back. I'm back. Come on, shout it with your heart. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes you just got to remind the devil. I got dressed. I got the babies all sorted out. I was running out of gas, but I filled up the car with gas. And I'm back. I made it to church. I made it to the house of God. That's, the really, that's really the first miracle that's taking place tonight is that you made it into another service and you've made it into access. You have made it to access with God's Spirit, God's mercy, God's grace, God's blessings, God's forgiveness. So since we made it back, why don't we just have a little church tonight? Since we again Since We made it all the way to the house of God Why don't we just make it a bad night for the devil Why don't we worship God like it was our last service Why don't we praise God like it was our last service Why don't we get behind the word of God like it was our last service I'm not trying to hype you up But I wonder what you would do If you knew this could be your last service Would you would you just a shout it a little bit more Would you just worship just a little bit more Would you have gotten a, a little more radical Would you gotten a little more crazy Would you went to the altar Would you have thrown your hands up Come on for the next 20 seconds I want somebody to give God a, a radical praise right now Somebody bless him with your mouth. Somebody worship him with the fruit of your lips and the sacrifice of your praise. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody tell your neighbor God's going to do something tonight. Would you go with me to the book of John chapter 4? The book of John, chapter 4. Sister Organ Player, you just stay with me for a few minutes. Is that all right? I uh, appreciate the honor to stand behind this pulpit and uh, I honor the Townleys in their absence once again. And of course, as many of you know, they are making their way back. And so we are praying for their safe travels and we are praying for their safe return. So God's already given them safe travels thus far and now we're just praying for their safe and final leg of travel and their safe and final return. And I'm thankful for a man of God with a calling on his life, with a vision that will stand up and defy the world and say, you know what? I've got a mandate to preach the gospel and I've got a mandate to reach every single man and woman and every single boy and girl. And I'm thankful for a church that can rise beyond the casual that can rise beyond the status quo, that can rise beyond hurt and discord and distractions from the adversary, and say we're not just going to let one man and his wife and a family reach this city, but we're going to get behind that vision. We're going to get behind that calling. We're going to see hell shrink. We're going to see heaven's kingdom expanded there's no valley that we won't go through there's no mountain we won't climb there's no neighborhood we won't visit and there's no soul that we won't reach for how many of you believe that so I'm thankful for the man of God tonight and I'm thankful for this church that is backing up the man of God and I can just tell you tonight with boldness if you don't do it somebody else will so it might as well be us god might as well use us in this end time hour thank you to the musicians and the singers for leading us into the presence of the lord time and time and time and time again something about coming into a house of god and being ushered ushered into the presence of the lord and uh, i give honor to brother channel i thank god for his kindness and his leadership and pastor's absence and his willingness and his spirit and uh, he's, he's just been kind to me and I appreciate it so very much and this whole church has been kind to me and uh, I'm just thankful for what God is doing and I'm thankful to be just a small part and uh, I don't plan on preaching too long tonight how many of you know that can be a preacher lying to you when he says that? I didn't say I was, wasn't going to preach long I just said I didn't plan on preaching long but by the help of the Holy Ghost I want to to give you what I feel in my spirit John chapter 4 would you go there with me John chapter 4 and verse 3 and he left Judea and departed again into Galilee the Bible says that he must needs or he had to go through Samaria then cometh he to a city of Samaria which is called Sychar near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph now Jacob's well was there. Jesus therefore being wearied with his journey sat thus on the well and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me the drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou being a Jew asketh a drink of me which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it was that said unto you, Give me to drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you, he would have given you living water. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to preach to you tonight on this simple thought from running out to running over from running out to running over one more time would you lift up your hands would you lift up your voice right now I don't want you just to hear a preacher pray but would you pray right now for just a moment would you pray right now for just a moment Jesus I love you Jesus I worship you Jesus I praise you I thank you for your presence come on let's just tap into the Holy Ghost for just a moment I don't want to just go through the motions right now. Somebody touch the throne room of God for just a moment. Come on, I believe God wants to minister to us tonight. I believe God wants to speak to us tonight. I believe God wants to renew us tonight. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Do a work tonight that can be not explained by human words. Do something supernatural. Do something supernatural. Do something supernatural. God, we're not just come to be dressed, God, in our nice ties and suits and our and our dresses and our purses. God, we, we haven't just come, God, to go through a few songs and a nice sermon. God, we want to hear from you. God, we want to respond to your word. God, we want to move where you move. We want to go where you go. We want you to have your divine wheel here tonight. Let it be so. Let it be done. Let your kingdom come in this house. Let your will be done in this house tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Would you say that? In the name of Jesus Christ. And would you clap your hands unto the Lord. Come on, if you really believe the prayer that you just prayed, clap your hands unto the Lord. Give Him a shout on this Tuesday night. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Where is? I want to give honor to Brother Isaac and his wife. They have allowed me to stay in their home. And I want to publicly thank them for their kindness and and perhaps their inconvenience. And I want you just to turn to somebody and shake their hand, hug their neck, tell them you're glad to be in the house of God with them. And why don't you look back at them and tell them, we're going to go from running out to running over. Come on, tell them with a smile. Tell them with faith. We're going to go from running out to running over. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, it just feels good in this house right now. I wonder if somebody would just want to clap their hands for just a moment. Come on, something's being stirred up tonight. I said something's being stirred up tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you, and you can be seated. It was just another day, or so she thought. It was just another trip to the well, or so she thought. It was just another assignment to take an empty vessel, go and fill it with water, and return. It was just another normal day. Doing the monotonous routine that she had always done day and day and day and day but I'm so glad that Jesus Christ he works in the thunder and he works in the lightning and he works with miracles and he works with the supernatural he has angels at his disposal he can utterly blow our minds But I'm thankful on a Tuesday night that we serve a God who can work in the normal. He can work in the mundane. He can work in the routine. And just when you least expect it, He can pop up. He can show up in the middle of the same old, same old. Oh it's just another Tuesday night. You better watch out. It's just another night in church. You better watch out. It's just another few songs. You better watch out. It's just another sermon. You better watch out. That's where Jesus works. So she just takes a trip. She just she just she just she just she just takes a trip. She's just going to the well and she's got her jar and all of a sudden the Bible tells us a key 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 fact she, she's going about the sixth hour it's about the hottest time of day it's somewhere around noon you see everybody else has, has went during the convenient time Every, everybody else has went during the time of shadows and shade Every, everybody else has went at the regular time when everybody goes you see, she's not she's not going when everybody else goes. You see, she doesn't want to be seen. She doesn't want to be heard. She doesn't want to be talked to. No doubt, she's she's dealing with some unknown condemnation. Maybe she's dealing with stress. Maybe she's dealing with trials and troubles, uh, disease. She, 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 she's dealing with an attack from the adversary. Scripture doesn't say, but somehow she's dealing with something and she does not want to see anybody and she doesn't want anybody to see her And so she said, I'm not going at the normal time. I'm not going during the morning when everybody else is going to go. I'll I'll go when nobody's going to be there. I'll go during the hottest part of the day. I'll go when everybody else is staying inside. Well, surprise, surprise. Jesus Christ is not everybody else. And Jesus Christ is not anybody else. And even if you don't want to see him... He'll show up on a Tuesday night because he still wants to see. Come on, I know what it is to come to church saying, God, don't look at me. God, don't speak to me. I want to slip in and I want to slip out. I don't want the pastor to preach to me. I don't want the song leader to reach for me. Just let me slip and slip by and go my way but Jesus Christ loves you too much to let you go back home to that barrenness to that trial to that addiction to that worry to that sin to that valley so notice what Jesus does He tells the disciples to go away. Oh no. Wait, what? Jesus tells His disciples I need you to go get some food and I need you to go take care of this. And what they don't know is Jesus is sending them away because he has an assignment. He has a mission. He has a mandate to talk to a woman who doesn't just have an empty vessel, she has an empty life. God forbid when God can't trust me with empty people. God forbid that God has to send me away to do a miracle in somebody's life. God forbid. Are you safe for somebody to sit by? Are you safe for somebody to worship by? Can somebody, oh God, help me. Can somebody get a miracle sitting by you? Can somebody get their blessing sitting by you? Can somebody get their break? Some of you are answering my question right now. Are you able uh, to come to the house of God uh, and say, God, you don't got to send me away. Uh, You don't have to distract me. Uh, I want to be in the middle. Uh, I want to be a part. Uh, I'll lift their hands. Uh, I'll worship. Uh, I'll intercede. Uh, I'll pray. Sometimes God has to distract us or other times he uses us i don't want god to have to send me away i don't want god to have to distract me i don't want god to have to get me doing my thing in the corner i want him to be able to use me because i want to be a willing vessel i want to be somebody safe i want my life to be conducive i want my worship to be conducive see we come into the house of god with our toxic attitudes we come into the house of god with our open wounds and we're we're bleeding on everybody and we're spewing our negativity and we're spewing our hate and we're we're And we wonder why God does not allow us to be a part of the revival. We wonder why God does not allow us to be a part of the breakthrough. We wonder why God doesn't allow us to be a part of the supernatural. Oh God, I want to be the saint that you don't got to send off to Walmart while you're working with an empty vessel at the well. Oh God, I want to be that person that says I'll worship until they're full. I'll pray until they're full. I'll intercede until they're full. All of a sudden Jesus comes to this woman and he, he he finds her. He finds her. And she finds him. And I love it because the Bible says that He's sitting on the well. You see, he, he, He's not ran to meet her. He's sitting waiting on her. Did you know every Sunday morning and every Sunday night and every Tuesday night, God has a divine appointment with empty vessels? Uh, That's not even the best part. The best part is He shows up early. He waits for His sons to come in. He waits for His daughters to come in. You're not a sign meeting. You're not a last-minute... He says, no, uh, I've got a meeting. Uh, No, uh, I've got an appointment. Uh, And I showed up early. Uh, Any moment, uh, my baby's going to walk in. Uh, Any moment, uh, my child's going to walk in. Uh, Any moment, my son and my daughter uh, is going to walk in. Uh, And they may have come in running out. They may have came in empty. They may have came in sick. But I just need one moment. I just need one service. Jesus says, "Hey, can I have a drink?" She she looks at him with disgust. She says, "You're a Jew. What you doing talking to me? Don't you know the rules of society? Don't you know it's not socially acceptable?" for you to be having a conversation with me because you're a a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. That means you've got rules and one of your rules says there's a line that divides You and me. And you have to stay over there and I have to stay over here. And Jesus said, well, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm the line crosser. Uh, I go where nobody else goes. Uh, I do what nobody else does. Uh, I don't answer to society. I don't answer to your boss. I don't answer to your drug addiction. I don't answer to your family curse. I don't answer to your demons. I do what I came to do. Uh, and yes, yes, yes. Come on, I wish we could be reminded uh, of the kind of God that we serve uh, on a Sunday night. He's the chain breaker. He's the water walker. Uh, he's the wall maker. He's the sin forgiver. He said hey look he said you came to this well with a jar you came to this well with a vessel he said if you knew who you were talking to and if you knew who was talking to you you wouldn't have just gotten a drink from me you would have said can i get a drink from you she's looking at him She's trying to connect the dots. She doesn't have it all figured out. She's looking at the physical. I came to a physical well, and I've got a physical jar, and I'm about to get physical water. Jesus says, You're looking at the physical, and I'm working in the spiritual. You see, you're not just holding a vessel, you are a vessel. You're not just holding a jar. You are the jar. And the same jar in your hands that's empty is a mirror of your heart that's empty. It's a mirror of your spirit that's... And woman, I just got to let you know if you ever get a hold of this living water, you don't got to keep coming back. You don't got to... You see, you got to be careful where your source is. Because there's only one source that never runs dry. If money is your source, it's going to run dry. If fame is your source, it's going to run dry. If drugs is your source, it's going to run dry. If sexual immorality is your source, it's going to run dry. If negativity is your source, it's going to run dry. If the devil is your source, he's going to run dry. But if you ever get a drink, I said if you ever get a drink of this living water, it just keeps bubbling over. It just keeps running over. Come on, I've only been alive for 26 years. But I've never seen the bottom of the barrel. I've never seen him run dry. He just keeps overflowing. He just keeps running over. He said, I've come I'll come looking for those that are going to worship me in spirit and in truth. She starts looking around. She said, I I know one day some stuff is going to happen, and I know one day some prophecies are going to come forth. He says, no, 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 you don't understand. Now is the time. Now is the moment. I'm looking now for worshipers. Every single person in this room is a worshiper. Every single person outside of this room is a worshiper. The question is not, are you a worshiper? The question is, what and who are you worshiping? And the next question is, uh, is what you're worshiping uh, going to go empty? Uh, is what you're worshiping uh, going to run dry? Uh, is what you're worshiping uh, going to fail you? Uh, or have you gotten contact? Uh, have you had a divine appointment uh, with this living water uh, that never, ever, 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 ever runs dry? She's come to heal Saying, you're a Jew. Now she's saying, sir. Now she's saying, I think you're a prophet. Oh God. I'm thankful for the patience of Jesus Christ. That when I looked at him in disgust. And said, you're a Jew, you can't do nothing for me. He still was sitting on the well. And then he waited until I said, Sir, and then he waited until I said, I I think just maybe uh, you're a prophet. I think just maybe I'll tell you, God uh, will wait for you. God uh, will walk with you. He'll take you uh, from revelation to revelation. He'll take you uh, from service to service. And all of a sudden the Bible says that she dropped her water pot and she took off running and she ran into the city and she ran back into the town and she said, you don't understand. You've got to come back and see a man. You've got... Go to verse 28. John chapter 4 and verse 28. You you just got to read it for herself. All of a sudden she's, she's come empty and she's come running out. And all of a sudden it just says the Bible just says she drops her water pot. She leaves it. Now you don't drop your water pot. You don't drop your vessel. You don't drop something valuable. You don't drop something that's necessary for you to drink every day. Unless you don't need it anymore. Oh, I wish I could take you to the night where I fell on my knees and I lifted up my hands and all of a sudden there were some things I dropped because I just didn't need it anymore. It just didn't make sense anymore. It just wasn't valuable. and if you ever come in contact with this radical living water yes, wow. you won't act the same way you've yes, always acted Amen. oh Mark the Bible says she comes timid she comes when, when nobody's around she's, she's coming sweating in the, in the noonday sun she's coming during the inconvenient time because she doesn't want anybody to see you but that was before she met Jesus that was before she met living water all of a sudden The lady that has tiptoed to the well so that nobody would see her around noontime is now the same fanatic that is running into the city saying, come see a man. Come see a man. I don't care if you see me. You got to see him. You got to see what he's done. You got to see the work that he's performed. I never forget I was six years old. I got the Holy Ghost in my in my bedroom. I didn't get it in church. I didn't get it in a suit and tie. I didn't get it at a conference. I didn't get it at a youth camp. I got it at home. You can find living water anywhere. You can find the source anywhere. You can get a hold of Jesus anywhere. And I'll never forget a I got up as just a young little six-year-old boy. for the channel and I, all of a sudden, I could feel that that weight that I had dropped. I I, I was a six-year-old boy. I hadn't murdered nobody. I hadn't walked into a bar. I hadn't done some big, bad, bougie stuff. But every single one of us when we were born, we were born having fallen short of the glory of God. It doesn't mean you just barely missed it. It means, no, you fell short of the glory of God. It doesn't matter how high your achievements are. You still fell short of the glory of God. It doesn't how don't matter how high your bank account went. You still fell short of the glory of God. It doesn't matter how high your spirituality rose. You still fell short of the glory of God. But when you could not get to Him, living water got to you. Because the one thing about water, when it overflows, it doesn't go up. It goes down. And that water is going to trickle. And trickle and wind and trickle and wind until it finds the lowest point. And there's a lot of people that like to brag. God didn't do a lot to have to find me. God didn't have to do a lot to forgive me. I don't care who you are, where you are, if you were born a sinner, that living water came trickling down until it found you in an alleyway. Until it found you in your car. Until it found you in your living room. uh, Until it found you in a church service. uh, Until it found you in an altar. uh, And no matter how low you are. No matter how low you are. Living water still made it to you. I run into people all the time. I try to tell them about my experience. I get so many people that tell me, what's this living water? And I boldly tell them, it's the Holy Ghost. It's the Spirit of God. It's what you feel around you when you're praying, except it's on the inside of you. And I get some of them, they look at me and say, well, I don't know about all that speaking in tongues stuff. It's a little crazy. And I look at them. And I say, have you ever read James? What do you mean? say, well, James 3 and 2 says, for in many things we offend all, and if any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. And he's also able to bridle the whole body. James 3 and 2 tells us, if you could tame your tongue, you could tame your entire person. If you could control your tongue, you could control all of you. James went on to say in verse 5, the tongue is a little member, but it does a lot of big stuff. Verse 6 says, Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue among our members is the one that defiles our whole body. And it sets on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of but the tongue can no man tame James starts out encouraging he said if you could tame your tongue you could tame your whole person but unfortunately your tongue is set on fire of hell that's kind of a downer and oh by the way no man can tame the tongue But if hell can set your tongue on fire, heaven can set your tongue on fire. And James wasn't wrong when he said no man can tame it. But God is a spirit. And God can do what man can not do. So I look at them and I said, don't it make sense? That if God is going to have control of your entire person. He's going to have control of your past, present, future. He's going to have control of your mind, your heart, and your spirit. It just makes sense that the signal that he would have full control of you. Is that he would have control of the most unruly member of your body. The most deadly member of your body. The tongue. They look at me and say, that makes a whole lot of sense. But there's something that happens when this living water touches your tongue. There's something that happens when this living water... You see, the Bible says that when the servants were at the wedding, they drew water. But the Bible said when the, when the chief, when the big guy, when the boss, when the important guy, the Bible says that when he tasted the water that turned to wine, he said, I, I, I can't believe this. Some of y'all, you, you, you bring out the best, then it sort of goes downhill. He said, but when I came to this party... You saved the best for last. Jesus asked for water. And they drew water. And I believe they drunk water. Because the man said, When I tasted the water that turned to wine. When did that water turn to wine? When they drew it. When they brought it. Or when they drunk it? He said, when I tasted the water that turned to wine. See, what you don't understand is when you come into the house of God, you lift up your hands, and you lift up your head, and you lift up your voice. And you're just expecting the Spirit of God to move. But when that living water touches your tongue, You get a taste of a new wine. You get a taste of the Holy Spirit. And when your tongue ever gets a taste of this living water, you just can't go back. I said you just can't go back. You just can't go back. I want us to stand all across this house. I want you just to lift your hands for just a moment. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house right now. And if you have the Holy Ghost, I, I, I wish you'd just lift up your voice like it for just a moment. If you have the Holy Ghost, I I, I wish you'd just lift your hands like it for just a moment. If you got the Holy Ghost, I, I wonder if you'd just stir up that gift that's on the inside of you for just a moment. If you got that Holy Ghost, maybe you don't got it. You can't get it tonight. Maybe yeah. you have it taste of it. You can get it tonight. I want us to step out from our view right now. I want us to come to this front right now. I <laughs> want anybody else feeling what I'm feeling right now. I'm not about to wait for a preacher to cheerlead me. I'm not about to wait for a song to lead me. I'm not about to wait for somebody to hype me up. But if you feel lift your hands for just a moment. I want you just to lift your voice for just a moment. I just want you to stir up that gift on the inside of you for just a moment. Come on, bro. Stir it up for just a moment. Go back. Go back. I will find you here for tonight when God feels you. Minds. I know what it's like to stand in a Pentecostal apostolic atmosphere in service. And the Holy Ghost is moving everywhere over everybody. Standing there dry, standing there empty, hearing the voice of the adversary say, Did you ever even get the Holy Ghost? Did you even ever really speak in tongues? Remember, it's been a while. Maybe you really didn't get it. And not being able to look back to yesterday when I spoke in tongues. And not being able to look back to last week when I spoke in tongues. And not being able to look back to last month when I spoke in tongues. But having to stand in an apostolic atmosphere where living water was flowing and feeling like I haven't spoken tongues in forever and maybe I didn't even speak in tongues at all. Oh, when the Holy Ghost started moving, something started trickling down. Something started moving my way. And as I began to lift up my hands and as I began to lift up my voice, all of a sudden I could feel that living water all around me. And as I began to worship just a little bit more, as I begin to praise God just a little bit more, I felt that Holy Ghost, uh, that living water uh, beginning to come on the inside of me uh, until I had my own will experienced again. Until I had that overflow again. Until I had that renewing again. Until I had that refreshing Lord, again. To that again. So I came with a simple assignment tonight. There's some saints of God in this house and you came in running out and it's the will of God for you to walk out that door in just a moment running over. Yeah. Oh, amen. You don't have any idea what tomorrow's going to bring you. You don't have any idea what you're going to face next week. But the Holy Ghost is here right now because the Bible says that He's looking for a worshiper that will worship Him in spirit and in spirit. But the, what I love is when Jesus said, I'm looking for somebody to worship in spirit. He didn't say spirit capital S. He said spirit lowercase s. Yeah. I don't want to insult your spiritual intelligence, but sometimes you got to worship God in your human spirit before you tap into His Holy Spirit. Yeah. I can't help somebody for just a moment help. Sometimes we come into the house of God and we say, I don't feel the Holy Ghost, so I'm not going to lift up my hands. I don't feel the Holy Ghost, so I'm not going to close my eyes. I don't feel the Holy Ghost, so I'm not going to move my feet. I don't feel the Holy Ghost, so I'm not going to walk to the altar. But Jesus said, I'm not looking for somebody that's going to worship me in the Spirit. I'm I'm looking for somebody here that will stay here on a Tuesday night. spirit. We're going to worship God in our human spirit. Oh, some of you don't believe me. Hold up. Hold up. What did David say? David said, leave for joy. Amen. I wish every time I came into the house of God, I I left because of joy. I wish the moment I came in, I felt Holy Ghost goosebumps Holy oh, Ghost shivers and I just can feel the living water all around me and I just begin to worship. Right. Uh, yeah. But sometimes you got to lean for it. For right. Right. That's right. Sometimes you got to worship for it. Sometimes you got to step out and fight for it. Sometimes you got to just move your A if a singer has to lead us into the presence of God, it's a crutch. I just feel like there's somebody on a Tuesday night. I'm not getting on to the musician's fingers. And I just want somebody Since you've ran maybe it's been a while since you shouted maybe it's been a while since you've sung but somebody has to say I'm putting my flesh aside I'm putting every distraction aside it may take a moment it may take two minutes it may take three minutes but I'm coming I'm coming living water's coming living water's coming Come on, if you don't want it you won't go after it. If you don't want it, you won't go after it. But is there a mama that says I gotta get a hold of living water, is there a daddy that says I have to get a hold of living water, is there a musician that says I have gotta get a hold of living water. Come on, I feel something beginning to trickle down. Come on, I feel something beginning to trickle down. Come on, I feel something moving. I feel something stirring. Come on, somebody stir it up right now. Somebody stir it up right now. Somebody stir it up right now. Come on, the singers aren't gonna be with you tomorrow. The musicians aren't gonna be with you on Thursday. You gotta know how to stir it up. You gotta know how to stir it up. In the living room, stir it up. In the bedroom, stir it up. In the kitchen, stir it up. In the car, stir it up. On your job, stir it up. Come on, come on, come on, we're pushing against something right now. Come on, we're pushing against their dryness right now. We're pushing against some emptiness right now. Come on, push through it. Push through it. Push through it. Push through it. Come on, I need some intercessors right now. I need somebody that will pray in their human spirit. I need somebody that will worship in their human spirit. I need someone that will push in their human spirit. Come on, I'm just asking you what you feel on the inside, let it on the way out. Let it all the way out. What you feel flowing on the inside, let it out right now. Come on, there's something that needs to spill over. There's something that needs to overflow. Come on, when it gets moving into you, it starts moving in your brother. When it starts moving in you, it starts moving in your sister. When it starts moving in you, it starts moving in your family. Come on, that's it. Come on, somebody's getting a refreshing right now. Come on, somebody's getting a refreshing right now. Somebody's getting a renewing right now. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. Don't go back. Get it to the overflow. Get it to the overflow.